You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. And we're back. Hey, hey. Took a little break. Two uh, weeks. Well, one the first week was intentional. The second week, Sam, I just I couldn't bring myself to have anybody replace you. Aww. You're just too... I couldn't find anybody. I don't have enough friends to call. You're just too good to be true. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so couldn't find anyone for the second week. So And I was like, you know what? All right, we'll just take two weeks off. You know, no big deal. And we so, just went on a little summer hiatus. That's right. You know, it's it's nice to take vacations. It makes you it makes you miss the things you love. Jeff, how was your Fourth of July? Uh, I got double pay at work, so it was really good. I was in Dublin. And, no, Belfast. Sorry, I was in Belfast, not Dublin. Okay. Uh, so you weren't in America for America's birthday? I wasn't. I was. I was in Northern Ireland. How do they celebrate it over there? I know it's not a holiday over there, so they don't. So it's just like another Saturday over there to them. So essentially, it's like the one Saturday a year where all the American tourists are like, "Fuck yeah!" and like really annoying. I couldn't know because I was mainly surrounded by Irish people. <laughs> you didn't even find Americans. Besides the Americans I was with, no. Yeah, and I know you can't drink around them. Because- I will say this: when I was at Giants Causeway, I saw a girl wearing a Longhorns T-shirt. Wow! And I screamed "hook a matter," and she raised up, you know, like the horns and everything to <laughs> let me know that she was. And I was like, "Well, that's something I didn't expect to see in in Ireland." That that is that is funny. It shows small world. Uh, we are my comic life. My name is Jeff. Sitting across from me, as always, is my buddy Sam. Sam. And if I sound a little different, I'm getting over a little bit of a chest cold right now. That's so, right. Uh, uh, I'm ki- I'm kind of nervous that <laughs> we're about two minutes into the show and. You're already like halfway through. Like I gave you extra water, and you're already like halfway through. I'm like, well, I say like I felt fine until I got here today. All of a sudden, I know is is my complex. They uh they've been doing a lot of landscaping, and I have a feeling that triggered it is because uh, they've been mowing and weed eating and what else. But it's okay because it. for you the fans, I'm gonna power through because I care about you guys and girls <laughs> out there. That's right. Okay, so we are just in time for the Comic Con yes. is coming up, and I can't believe it because this time last year I was getting packed up and ready to go to Comic Con. I know. I know you would have been leaving uh, the today, the day that the the show would be was released, right? Yeah, yeah. I would I would have flown out on Wednesday because Thursday is like pre is, it, is preview it, night. Preview okay, night. see, you can you can buy tickets and like. They sell like certain number of t- tickets to preview night, and like they have certain panels that you can go to on preview night. Or right. if you're a big collector, you can get into the hall early and get a few of the exclusives before the official conference oh. opens. Okay. Now here's one thing that made me mad about last year. All right. People like corporations and people they they will send poachers into yeah. Comic Con yeah, to I buy remember. up like ten or twenty of one thing. I remember you tell, talking. Yeah, about and this. then they'll sell them either at their stores or. My God, you can make a living on eBay getting all the Comic-Con exclusive toys and then 300% markup, and people will pay for them. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it sucks that, that they do that, but, you know, that's kind of the, the nature of the beast, you know, uh, but it happens. So last year, I know our, on our Comic-Con show, we went into a ton of detail, but that was because we were also, like, planning out, <laughs> Sam, like, your personal schedule. Yeah, like, what for, I was going to buy and what panels I was exactly. going to go So, this year, we are going to, we're, we're going to dive deep into it, but not as deep because 
Neither one of us are are, are going. By the this way, year. Jeff and I are accepting corporate sponsorship to send us to Comic Con next year. So you, you know, I think you and I, we just need to like just be like just start saving money and be like next year let's just do we like like not be like oh we'll do it in five years no just be like when are we gonna do it let's set a date and then just do it like man we could we we could do a show in our hotel room that's right dude that's right we could yeah yeah it's it's, i i it's like my comic life live from san diego comic-con 2016 it could be done i'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it it could be done although it's not really live recorded live to tape yes so that's how we can do it. All right, so see, let's just go ahead and uh, and get into it. Uh, we're gonna kick off with toys yeah, right now. Well, toys. No, I thought we were gonna kick kick off with exclusives. Well, exclusive toys you can get at San Diego Comic Con. Oh no! Oh, I thought we were going like overall exclusives. Oh no! I figured that we'd do this. <laughs> we do prep people. Yes, believe it or not, we do. we do prep. It's just this week we didn't write down our show outline. So no, we decided to wing it this week. Right. No. So I want to talk f- real quick because there's only a couple. Okay. Of of some comic book exclusive covers. Oh, comic Th- book exclusives. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that uh, that are that are going to be there this week. Uh, the first one that I am really <laughs> really jealous about and. May have to pick up uh, from uh, from eBay is uh, they are reissuing Fight Club number two issue number one with a uh, uh, a uh, SDCC uh, exclusive cover and I gotta say variant cover yeah the variant cover looks amazing is it's uh it's, it's Marlon in front of a burning house well it's the it's the, it looks like it could either be their house like the the house that Marla and mm. Sebastian live in. Or it could be the infamous paper house company. F- yeah, from Paper Street. Uh, yeah, it looks like the Paper Street house to me. But anyway, it does. Marla's leaning against a pill bottle, like yeah. like a a gigantic oversized pill bottle with a hand coming out, out with pills it. spilling out, smoking a cigarette. Yeah, is if 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 you're if you've been reading and you've read the first two issues, you know exactly what's going on with this cover. And I like I said, I might have to pick it up. The other one that. Uh, you know, I wouldn't mind having, but like I'm much more excited about the uh, Fight Club cover is the Bob's Burger. Uh, they're reissuing number one with a variant cover, and it's it's a cool little cover. Is I don't I don't know if it's one that like I would seek out for eBay though. It's like Bob's Burger's toys, like like that you pick up in like, right, a toy exactly, store. Exactly, exactly. And then um, Sam, uh, were there any any comic book covers that you saw that uh, that caught your eye? That you wanted to mention? Uh, I like the Batman Forty One variant cover. Yeah, it's cool. It's like what the blueprint of the Batmobile. Uh, it's it's not a blueprint of a Batmobile. It's like a Batman mech suit. You know, kind of like very okay, very very oh, robotic. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, almost like a giant Batman robot that you would fight in, and that looks kind of cool. Right. Is uh, also uh, Doctor Who the comic Doctor Who by uh, Titan is uh, is going to have a variant cover. You know, I really wish the Doctor Who comics were consistent. Is like I is th- I tried getting into it, but they've gone through so many different writers, and they're just such hit and miss comics. You know, is I really wish that there was more consistency with the quality with the Doctor Who comics. And then another one that caught my eye was the Ghostbusters one. Uh, it's kind of cool. It's got the comic book characters standing next to the old '80s '90s cartoon characters, mm-hmm. and they're all forming together, like fighting off all these monsters that are crowding in around them. The artwork on the front just looks very cool to me, and I like the nostalgic throwback to the old cartoon. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it looks. 
have you read any of the Ghostbuster comics? No, I keep meaning to. You know, like I, I keep seeing them published. You know, but it, they're on like issue like forty five now, and I'm like, do I really want to jump in forty five issues into a yeah. comic book? Yeah, well, that's what you get the trade paperbacks for. Yeah, you know. Uh, and then also this one, it's not a comic, but it's still kind of cool. Is they're putting out a hardcover of uh, Street Fighter artwork, and so they have a special cover uh, for that uh, that you can get at uh, Comic Con. All right, Sam. Any any other any other covers uh, catch catch your uh, catch your eye? Uh, yes, there are a few more out oh, there okay. that are that are catching my eye. Just so you know, I'm done. So just feel free to keep to to, to keep uh to keep the, those going. <laughs> uh, DC is coming out with a Batman Beyond number one variant cover, which looks pretty sweet. Uh, it's Batman Beyond in a on a black and white background with some of his best villains and friends standing right behind him. And then the other one I wanted to check out here real fast. Oh, shit. Thank you for loading so slowly. <laughs> um, anyway, I've been following Archie versus Predator. Have you really? Yes, I've been thi- I, I bought the first two issues of this series. How is it? Have you read them yet? Oh, my gosh. It is fucking hilarious. At one point, really? Archie's in the diner, and this old 50s-style chef is about to serve him up all hot dogs and cakes and everything. Uh-huh. And his head just explodes in one panel because the Predator laser just shot him. Oh my god! And Archie's covered in blood. So this is not the Archie that everyone's used to. No, this is not the Archie. Okay, no, this Archie. Pre- <laughs> I would get this one. It's Archie's band practicing in a garage, and Predator's walking up holding a, a guitar in a case. It's it looks pretty funny. That yeah, that does. Is I I didn't think I I wasn't sure when I first heard that they were doing an Archie Predator comic. I wasn't sure how well that was going to be, but so you're saying that it's uh, it's it's pretty good worth yeah, to pick up? Yeah, it's just like dark humor, man. Like It's like Archie and the gang, hey, fighting Predator, and it's and it's pretty damn funny. That is. That's that's really funny. All right. Yeah, let's 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 kick it on over from comics to where, where are we going next? Uh, now we are going to the uh, exclusive uh, toys. This is this is what emptied my wallet last year at Comic-Con. How many I? did you end up picking up? I would say. I picked up like two exclusives and then just some stuff that I saw around Comic Con that that I wanted. So I've got four things total. I've got a Vegeta. Watch your language, Sam. A variant, a variant color Vegeta that was made exclusively in the U.S. and not sold anywhere else. Okay. I've got a Golden Bender. Okay. Uh, I've got. Oh my gosh, I'm blanking on his name. Ron Perlman. Not. Oh, Hellboy. No, not Ron Perlman. Sorry. Uh, the Marv from Sin City. I've got an exclusive Marv statue. Okay. And then there was this Deadpool statue toy that like um, is normally sixty dollars in every comic book store I go into, and it was twenty five at Comic Con, so I picked it up there. I like how also <laughs> uh, I never heard about this until this very moment. Oh, whoops! That you never told me you got this exclusive. And it's not even like 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 a Deadpool action figure. I mean, like it's like Deadpool with like a background that you can mount them on with like guns and swords, and it's very articulated and everything. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, my bad. <laughs> I'm still a bit of a Deadpool fan, man. I, that is awesome. I, no, is I'm just jealous. Like I'll text you pictures of it later. Okay, I don't. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so of course, uh, you know, as you're saying, is uh, Funko Pop's gonna have? A t- I believe they have 31 exclusives. Dear that, Lord, that will be. If, if if I'm reading this right, is I believe they have 31 exclusives that you'll be able to pick up at Comic Con. Uh, so the first one that I'm seeing. Is they have uh, a rocket uh, the raccoon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was on a different slate than what you were. Is I was gonna say uh, CP C three PO. Is I see that they have a gold. Well, I mean he is gold, so 
I don't know if it's a special gold or if it's just him. Uh, of course, they're doing a lot of Star Wars because of the new movie. So CP uh, C three. C-3PO. I know, my dyslexia is kicking in really bad today. Fuck! Okay, uh, they also have uh, Princess Leia, and then also bringing on the (laughs) success of uh, Inside Out, which I haven't seen yet, so I don't know who all these characters are, but there are a ton... All the the emotions of anger and joy. Right, so uh, they have a lot of of, uh, characters from Inside Out that will be... Uh, there, uh, one that caught my eye because yeah, I'm because I'm a I'm a supernatural fan. They have Castiel, uh, the angel who watches over the brothers in a Christmas sweater. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's sort of a Christmas variant on the on the Castiel. They figure. also have a very angry looking Ted uh, for Ted Two holding a remote control. Uh, I don't I don't I don't know why you're so angry, Ted. But uh, but yeah. For all you Whovians out there, they have the twelfth Doctor in a space suit. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, also, for fans of the Flash of uh, now, not the comic of the TV show, is they have uh, a Flash unmasked. So the uh, the head is actually of the actor who plays uh, of, on the W uh, CW series. And if you're a Futurama fan who still doesn't want to admit that the show is gone, uh, that they, they are releasing a Golden Bender Funko Pop. <laughs> yeah, like it's like man, I don't Futurama is like one of those shows that will just always be in there. E- even though they're not making new ones, there's they're still... Okay, go ahead. Now, Jeff, this one's for you. Okay. You love these guys. They have the Madagascar penguin oh my God. skipper, and he's covered in Cheetos dust holding a hot dog and a bag of potato chips. That is awesome. I mean... That is awesome. If that just doesn't scream, you, I don't know what does. I... I would absolutely love that. It yeah. really would. Uh, for any of you guys, first-time attendees who think that, hey, man, I'll just pop on over to the Funko booth whenever. Let me tell you, the word on Funko is out, and th- they'll cap the line at some point, and you'll have to come back a second day just to see the line get capped. And a third day, if you want Funko, as soon as the hall opens, be one of the first people to run over to their booth and get in line because... Their booth is always jam-packed, and it's you're waiting a long time, if at ever, to get into their stand to, to get their stuff. Yeah. Uh, you you mentioned the Doctor Who in a spacesuit. They also have the, I believe, the 11th Doctor, and he is holding a, um, oh, my God, I'm blanking, Cyberman, <laughs> uh, Cyberman's uh, head. So uh, any other Funko oh, yeah. ones that – oh, really? Okay. This one, you're pissed because you want to get, but you're not going to be able to. Oh. It is the uh, gray Deadpool with the red eyes. I believe that's from the X-Force Deadpool. And There's a reason I didn't bring that one up, Sam. And um, not only does that um, – it's not only that. It's Deadpool that comes with a chimichanga truck. <laughs> yeah, that's the one I really want. That's the one that – yeah, is uh, Deadpool with the chimichanga truck. That would looks amazing. Oh, I, I also I just saw this one. Uh, they are doing a Jason Voorhees unmasked, so it's Jason Voorhees' <laughs> deformed face. Uh, so, all right. Uh, uh, last one for any okay. of you Dragon Ball Z fans out there like me. Hi, Krillin. <laughs> um, you can get the Golden Frieza from the latest Dragon Ball Z film that just premiered either this week or next week. They have a Golden Frieza Funko Pop. 
All right. Now, believe it or not, those are just, like we said, that th- is, that's, that's just a Funko that's Pop. That's just, just Funko Pop. So there are lots of other exclusives that are that are coming out. Uh, so, w- you know, noticing a little bit of a trend here is it seems if there's a big movie coming out this year that they ha- seem to have the most toys. Oh. So, of course, there are a ton of Star Wars toys that are coming out this year. Uh, yeah, you can get a classic Boba Fett, which looks like it's from the 1970s. Uh-huh, uh, is uh, Hasbro's... Uh, Being put out by Gentle Giant. Right, Hasbro has a Star Wars uh, action figure of just a regular... Um, Stormtrooper, Stormtrooper. From, from the new Episode Seven film. With, it looks like both... Blasters. Yeah, with a pistol blaster and a rifle. I'll tell you, I would I would have put out for this one, if I was going this year, it's $100... But um, it is a very articulated Batman from the new Arkham Knight game. And he comes with interchangeable fists and a few gadgets. But, I mean, like, the detail on him is amazing. And it's definitely worth $100. It's being produced by Square Enix. They've been doing a line of DC toys. Mm. Um, it looks like DC is doing a lot of, like, high-end stuff. Like, here's a, 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 a Blue Line Edition Jim Lee action <laughs> figure of uh, Superman that's going for $300 that's being put out by DC Collectibles. Um, if you're a Friday the 13th fan... Yeah, this one looks this, really good. This one's kind of fucked up. Uh, but for 50 bucks, you can get Jason and his mom action figures. And Jason's not Jason yet. Jason's still the little... The little kid? Uh, yeah, like the little kid who hasn't changed into Jason yet, wearing camp shirt and shorts. And the mom comes with interchangeable fist, axe, and knife. Wow. Okay, I didn't. Uh, I didn't see this in the list of Funko ones that we just went over, but here's one by Funko that is a. It's it's labeled as a reaction figure set. Bloody Jaws is it's Jaws with um, Hooper. Yeah, Hooper. Or, or maybe not Hooper, but yeah, but in in his mouth. Quint. 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 That's who it is. Thank you. Yes, I saw this. I I would I would totally buy this. It makes me nervous when they don't have the price listed next to it. Yeah, cuz basically this is Jaws eating Quint in the in, in the final scene while while he stabs him in the in the nose and now you can get a collectible toy of this. I would I would line up to buy that. Yeah, uh also 30 bucks if you want to be able to sleep on Archer's face. I went by the Archer booth last year. I got the variant Archer Archer action figure, and I still haven't used this, but I got the Archer beach towel featuring Krieger's girlfriend on it. Oh, my God. I, why would you use <laughs> that? <laughs> that thing has remained folded up in my towel cabinet. I almost like want to take that image and like remap it onto like a shower curtain so I can have the Archer Krieger. By the way, listen up. You guys ever sell shower curtains of like Archer stuff? I will buy it. I'm sure they do. Just, I bet you. I bet you. If you do a simple <clears throat> Google search for Archer shower curtains, you will be able to find a, a plethora but of them. If you're a big fan of Archer, like we are on this show, yes, for thirty dollars you can get an Archer head pillow. <laughs> and I'm surprised that's the only thing I've seen Archer uh, related so far. That's going to be an exclusive. Um, if you're a Transformers fan and you really love the Transformers, Hasbro, Hasbro. Uh, is a big booth at Comic-Con. They have a lot of the exclusives. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, everybody was going for this magic axe from Magic the Gathering. Okay. And you could get an Infinity Gauntlet with, with five exclusive figures that matched up with each gem. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Hasbro is so exclusive that you have to stand in line to get a ticket just to get to the Hasbro booth. Oh, wow. Yeah. But so for all you Transformer fans, uh, Devastator, which is lo- looks like all the con- Constructicons, 
transform into into one robot and it's called Devastator. Well, this is a huge big version of Devastator and it's going to it's going to set you back 180 big ones. Jeez. And uh, on the flip side of Transformers, Mega Bloks. <laughs> what the fuck is Mega Bloks? I thought I thought they were like the uh oh no, Gobots. Go-bots. That's who I'm thinking of. Gobots were the knockoff Transformers. Okay, but since I brought it up, uh, Halo uh, Mega Bloks, you'll uh, we'll, <laughs> be able to pick those up. Um, if you're a big fan of He-Man, Masters of the Universe, you can get a He-Man Chia pet of Moss Man. <laughs> Don't know Moss Man, but if you like him, you can get a Chia pet of him, and he will grow grass on his body. Yeah, I, I, ne- I never got Chia pets. And it looks like Lego. I haven't really known Lego to do exclusives like this, but uh, it looks like Lego is doing an exclusive Superman set uh, is it looks like it's just like a little a little square that you put together that is Superman uh, lifting up a car and saving some people. Hasbro is doing another Ant-Man exclusive set which looks like it contains Ant-Man, Giant-Man, and Dr. Hank Pym. Three separate action figures. Nice. Uh, for $64 because the box looks like Ant-Man's helmet. Yeah, I was about to say is when I first saw that at first I thought it was going to be like uh, you, you remember those toys? Where you they would look like you know like it would be like Darth Vader's helmet and then you open it up and it's a bunch of miniature uh, Star Wars uh, yeah. action figures that like you play with them the headset that's what like like this looks like it's gonna be but then you know you see you know the size of Ant Man and the other action figures and hey Jeff how much do you love the Big Lebowski uh, I a good amount why what's up another Comic Con exclusive the Big Lebowski the dude twelve inch action figure comes with sets of clothes, bowling ball, the rug that got peed on. But you must really love the dude because this figure is going to set you back $200. I, 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 no, <laughs> I don't like him that much. A $200. That is, that's like, so goes against like what the dude is about. The it dude really would not does. want you to spend $200. Yeah. Is, um, I don't know why anyone would want to spend 60 bucks to listen to a plush George R.R. R. Martin talk, but if that's your thing, you can definitely do that. You know what that would be good for? Taking out your rage about like what's been going on with Game of Thrones. You know, l- listen to some of our earlier episodes to, to know about that. Uh, for $24.95, you can get a Jane's Hat replica. This pisses me off. I don't like seeing Kiss shit in here. It's like... Oh, you found the Kiss shit. Yeah, Kiss Alive, uh, <coughs> Alive 2 stage action figures for 160 and then Kiss album uh, cover Now, what's your problem s- with uh, Kiss stuff being in here? Because well, Kiss Well, I has, have a problem with Kiss. Kiss has had comics before. Uh, well, no, and I understand that, but I just have... I have a problem with with kiss to begin with and it's not it's not even kiss it's gene simmons is i hate the way that i mean like yeah business wise yeah he's he's brilliant he's been able to market kiss to like you know make to where he's rich as shit but it just kind of makes me mad that like he just you know he created this he helped create this group that has such a dedicated fan following and then the way he repays his dedicated fan following is by pumping out all this shit for them to buy to line his pockets you know it's 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 like if if you really love your fans like you know maybe put on a free fucking concert you know maybe do something like that show i don't feel like you're showing appreciation for your fans by like don't by giving out all this shit for them to buy just so you can get rich that's my problem when i see kiss stuff if you're a big fan of mega man and i'm really scared because there's no price listed next to this um 
you can get Mega Man's helmet. And it's not even like a little helmet. Like it's uh, a like, full on like life size wearable Mega Man helmet. I bet you easily that's going to be like a thousand bucks and upwards. I would say two hundred to three hundred dollars easily for a for no for a life size Mega Man <laughs> helmet. No, <laughs> the, does the hell uh, does it does it say or can you see like if it, it like lights up or anything? Yeah, it, it lights up on the side. Yeah, no, no way they're going to sell that for three hundred bucks, man. No way is is that that's going to be closer. I think that'd be closer oh, to a thousand. If I was a rich, if I were a rich man, um, you can now get a uh, Saba, the White Rangers original saber, Comic Con exclusive. Mm. Looks fucking sweet. Oh God! Sam. Yes, I know. You and your fucking Power, Power Rangers, Rangers man. I know it's one hundred and seventy-five dollars. I would totally fucking yeah. buy it. All right, dude, I'm starting to run out of stuff that I can, like, you know, convince myself to to keep, uh, to, to buy. And so uh, do, do you want to move on? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now let's move on to a TV show. And, okay, Sam, I know we're not going, <coughs> but if we were going, what would be two of the shows that you would have to go see the panels for? Uh, Game of Thrones. And uh, let me see here. What else is going on? Um, any CW shows like The Arrow or Flash that show really, up? really, yes. What about I th- you? I would have to go. Oh, s- oh, and finally, Ash versus Evil Dead. See, I said two. I Sorry. said two. So Game of Thrones and Ash versus Evil Dead. Yeah, those are pretty much top everything for me. Is I think I would have to do Ash versus Evil Dead and the f- uh, the Fear the Walking Dead. Is I as I think that would have to be the one I'm doing. But so if you're thinking of attending. Uh, uh, the the panels. Yeah, Friday. Um, Ash versus Evil Dead is oh. going to be in room six A, and if six A is what I think it is, um, it's like the next biggest room to Hall H that you can get into mm-hmm. at Comic Con, and uh, like I I actually got into six A, no uh, no problem. Man, real quick, I just want to bring this up. Is I feel bad about this. This will be this would actually be a really interesting panel. Hannibal has a panel coming up, and if if you've been following the trades. You know that Hannibal just got dropped by NBC, which I, th- I I I don't I don't watch the show, but I thought it kind of felt out of left field because I thought it was a really well. God, that would suck to show up to San Diego Comic. I'd be like, here's season three, but it's not gonna happen. Well, no, but so here's the thing, man. Is like so Hannibal gets dropped by uh, by NBC, and then Hulu and Netflix are looking at o- optioning them, uh, optioning the show, and then they both pass on it. So now I'm like. Hannibal is coming to Comic-Con doing a panel with knowing that the show is officially dead. Is NBC dropped it, Netflix, Hulu passed, unless Yahoo is going to step in and pick it up and and try to and try to revive it. Is that's going to be a tough panel and that's going to be a lot of people, you know, I feel like just more being like why? Why? Because I I don't get like I said, I don't follow it, but I thought it was a really well-received show. Everyone that I talked to that had been watching it really dug the show, and I thought it had a good fan base. So I, I don't know why that's being done. All right, Sam, you're shaking your head over there. What are you shaking your head about? Thursday, 6 o'clock, Miami Vice, 30th anniversary panel. The fuck does Miami Vice have to do with Comic-Con? Ma'am, because... Because... There. Please, Jeff. Please, because because Archer did the 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 Vice last season, uh, and so that gives them rights to show up to Comic Con. 
I, I, I don't know. As I mean, tell me what the fuck uh, MTV's <laughs> new series, uh, the Shinra Chronicles, have anything to do with it? Shinra Chronicles. Oh my gosh, are you serious? Oh, oh shit. Oh, sorry, I'm showing my age because I don't watch MTV anymore. No, the Shinra Chronicles, that's based off a book by Terry Brooks, who's one of the greatest fantasy fiction authors of all time. And MTV better not fuck this up because like that was like my high school childhood years and their books are fucking great. Yeah. All right. Uh, so uh, the uh, Fear the Walking Dead, that's going to be on Friday at uh, 1 p.m. in Hall H. And that looks like they are going to have. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't do two. Maybe we should just highlight each day what we would like to go oh, to. Okay. That's a good point. All right. So, but Fear the Walking Dead, that's going to be a good panel because this, I'm looking at who's all going to be on there, and it looks like they have just about almost everyone who works behind the scenes on this show. Like, seeing uh, Robert Kirkman, they got uh, some showrunners, executive producer. I mean, this would be a great, and of course, of course, being hosted by uh, Chris Hardwick, that's in Hall H on Friday. Uh, I. Aqua Teen Hunger Force slash uh, Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell is like, that would be one that I think would just be fun to sit in because I, I never got into Aqua Teen Hunger Force, but like the people, I, I think they would be funny to see. And then speaking of Walking Dead is also on Friday <coughs> is uh, you could see the current <coughs> cast members of the of the series, Andrew, Le uh, Andrew Lincoln, Norman Rita, Stephen Young. Uh, they will all be doing a panel of the actual, actual Walking Dead show, also in Hall H. So that that makes sense. And once again, hosted by Chris Hardwick. So there you go. You go to noon, go to Hall H, and you got Walking Dead from noon to one, and then from Good one to two, luck. then from one to two, you got the uh, the new spinoff of all the executive producers of the new spinoff Walking Dead show. Um, Hall Hard H, that's the big one, right? Yeah, Hall H you have to camp out to get into. Like, I waited, like, I thought I could get into Hall H on Saturday if I showed up at 5 a.m. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Let it out, Sam. I camped out from 5 a.m. to 4 p.m. in front of Hall H, and then I had to give up. Yeah, uh, and so so, so the, the two that we would, the two that you are, no, no. You said you wanted to see uh, Game of Thrones and Ash. Okay, so you could see Ash. You couldn't see Game of Thrones because no. that one is happening right after. Yeah, uh, right after with um, with everybody from the show. So that's also in Hall H from uh, two thirty to three thirty. Although I'm looking at who all is going to be on the panel for <laughs> Game of Thrones, and you know whose name I'm not seeing on there? Peter Dinklage. Oh, his as well. Oh wow, that is interesting, Peter well, Dinklage. He's probably promoting uh, his movie Sprites or whatever the Adam Sandler film. Pixel. Pixel, yes, that he's going to be in. Uh, but I'm also not seeing George R. R. Martin, and I wonder if that's because you know he's he's taking a real big step back from the TV show. You know, uh, we mentioned we've mentioned this before when we did our Game of Thrones segments that uh, this past season of Game of Thrones was his last season uh, in the writers' room. Is he stepping back? <laughs> from uh and not writing for the series anymore and will be uh just producing it because he's working on a new sci-fi show for hbo so he's having less involvement with game of thrones which i th i think could, could really I, th I think might help i'm just saying that's, right. that's my own personal opinion moving on to saturday jeff what what catches your eye uh, oh real quick last thing uh robot chicken uh, oh yeah, Friday. We'll uh, see Seth Mc. Um, not Seth McFarland. Seth Green. Yeah, uh, Indigo Ballroom at three fifteen. All right, moving on down to uh, oh, 
Oh, oh shit. I didn't realize Sam Raimi was going to be at the Ash. Yeah, that's... I mean, Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell, they're all going to be there to promote Ash vs. Evil Dead. Yeah. That's why I, I want to go to that panel. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, starting off, the morning looks like you could sleep in the morning on Saturday. Yeah, first is, one that catches my eyes, and you're going to roll your eyes at me for saying this, but the Simpsons. Why would I... Why would I oh, I thought, I thought you were past your Simpsons phase. No, no, but before you get into that, I'm just looking at Saturday as a, is like the big, big day mm-hmm. of, of Comic-Con. Yeah, no, basically, if you get into Hall H on Saturday, you don't leave Hall H until midnight Saturday. Right, but I'm just sitting here like looking at what's going on Saturday and like nothing like Nickelodeon, Avatar, The Last Airbender. Granted, look, we're just doing TV shows right now. We yeah. haven't even gotten like what movies are going to be there. Um, no, I mean, like, for me, like... No, this, none of those, like, catch my eyes. The Simpsons um, at 12 what? o'clock. Oh, at noon? In Ballroom 20. Um, oh, and you get a sneak peek behind uh, Treehouse of Horrors. Yeah. Wait. Oh, they do Norman... 10... Are the X's 10 or 20 in Norman, Roman numerals? X's are 10. 10, 20, 6, 26. Yeah. Treehouse um, 26. Other things, Seth MacFarlane animation block. That'd be cool. I just... I like Seth MacFarlane. I think he's a funny dude. This one looks really cool. Nerdist Industries. Uh, Chris Hardwick is going to be uh, hosting this, and it looks like it's just kind of the um, the Nerdist uh, Network uh, crew that will be there. Here you go. Dark Horse, an afternoon with Josh. Damn it, Joss Whedon. This is the big one. Th- yeah, this one. Yeah, every- Hall H. It, it's it's a Hall H exclusive. Yeah, and. Uh, People are going to be in there at 5 a.m., like you said, Sam, or before. Oh, no, people you – can, you can camp out in front of Hall H starting Friday. So how do they do it? How, like, so, like, I get there Friday, <coughs> and I camp out at Hall H, and I'm like, no, 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 I'm in line for Saturday. Do they have, like, a, a certain no, line? No, Basically what happens is that, like, there's a line that forms outside of Hall H, and then, like, once you get right up in front of Hall H, there's like basically like four like loading zones. I mean, basically it's it's like herding cattle into like a loading zone, and like they'll let gate one in, and all of a sudden like when two hundred people come out, you know they'll let gate two in. And when two hundred more people come out, gate three comes in. You know, so it just depends on what gate you load into, oh wow, and how many people empty out of Hall H. So I mean, I think technically if you wanted to, you could get right up to like the first person to be in like gate one, you know, and just tell the person who like. You know, waves you and just be like, no, I'm waiting for Saturday. And they're like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, just just wait and let the other wow. people pass. That's okay. But this, uh, th- yeah, people will be in there yeah. all day just look, to get to look, this panel. When we go next year, you and I are just going to get chairs and blankets, and we're going to camp out Friday night starting at 8 o'clock. No, see, if I ever want, if, if when we go, are we determining we're going right yeah, now? Yeah, okay, we're so, going to go. Okay, so good to know to save for my vacation days yeah. for next year. Um, <coughs> no, is I'm more about the, like the floor with all the booths. Like that's where I like to be. Well, you can, you can cover the floor in one day. I know. Well, you plus can't. you'll have Sunday to cover the floor. As that's well. true. And that's when all the deals are. Yeah. Okay. But so, uh, Joss Whedon, uh, you know, of course, Buffy, Firefly, the Cabin Avengers. in the Woods. Oh, Avengers, I love Cabin in the Woods. You know, all of these, he's just doing a panel talking about his career. You know, well, also the reason Dark Horse is hosting this, which you maybe like why, is because a lot of his comics or a lot of his TV series, like Serenity and Buffy, have had continuations of TV series right. done in comic book form. So Buffy season eleven is done in comic book form. Angels seasons like six through whatever is done in comic book form. And like I said, Firefly or Serenity, however you classify it. Yeah. 
the memorial service <laughs> for Hannibal <laughs> will be uh, at five o'clock on Saturday. All those poor actors have yeah. to get up. Can you imagine being like the actor who has to get up there and be like, "Yeah, it was a great run." Fuck. Yeah. So like, like this is how they're describing the panel. Prepare to be delighted by stories of European travels, friendships renewed. Ooh, that's a terrible word right there. <laughs> friendships renewed, and a culinary feast as told by executive producers slash creators uh, of the series. <laughs> And then, Jeff, I think you and I can kind of agree on this one. Th- this one's at Hall H from 8 to 11. It's Warner Brothers Television and DC Entertainment. So it's previews, if not showing, because last year they they showed the premiere episode of Flash and Gotham here at Comic-Con. Oh, did they? Yeah, but it's Supergirl, Gotham, Arrow, The Flash, and DC's Legends of Tomorrow. The only one that I'd be really interested in seeing is uh, is The Flash. Like, I'm done with Gotham. That show was too too slow Oh, I'm still me. watching it. Uh, no, I'm done with Supergirl it. Supergirl looks good. I, I haven't seen anything about it, really. Uh, but so... Yeah, that one... I That one I think I would actually miss uh, is, is Skip... Uh, but so then Sunday, oh, Supernatural, eleven fifteen to twelve fifteen p.m. And let me tell you why I would go to Supernatural. Not only am I a diehard fan, but one of their cast members who plays Castiel, Misha Collins, he actually walked out in front of the convention center last year and was passing out like cups of coffee that he had bought from like local coffee stands to fans who had camped out all night to like see Supernatural and thanking them for camping out. Wow, that is yeah. Real. I love when people do that yeah, shit, he was, man. He was, he was like walking the rope line, passing out coffee, just saying, thank you, we appreciate you, thank you. Wow, that is, yeah. that is awesome. Uh, let's see here, so Supernatural. 11.15 to 12.15, Hall H. All right, and then after that, uh, American Horror Story and Scream Queens will be in uh, will be in Hall H. Heroes Reborn at 145, that I would like to go see. I'm kind of getting psyched. I've been seeing some new trailers see, for this. I would, I would like to go see uh, Children's Hospital. I think that would just be a funny panel <coughs> and a great uh, Q&A oh, section. Oh, this one would be great. Buffy the Musical, Once More with Feeling, Q&A with Juliet Landry from 245 to 415. Yeah. I'd I would I'd go see that. I could skip that one. All right, Sam, that looks like it's going to do it for uh, TV, ser- uh, TV show uh, panels. Let's move on over to um, to the movie side of things. Uh, so we'll just do the same thing as we'll go down, start at Thursday, see what catches our interest. So um, first, uh, oh, this is a good one, 11 a.m. Thursday, the super story behind Pixar short. That would I would I would really like to see that. I love those Pixar shorts, and I've seen all those documentaries on Netflix. I would do the Hunger Games Mockingjay Part Two from twelve to one at Hall H. Give two shits about that. Oh, I love I'm, the Hunger Games, and then uh, I'd like to go to Fright Night. I'm actually kind of a fan of this classic horror film. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty cool, and uh, I sort of have a link to the lead actor, like the kid in oh. there. My dad dated his sister in high school. That's not a link. That is, that is not a link. Like, I mean, like, no. It's Sam, close enough. No, it's not. It's nowhere near close enough. He still have her number? No. Yeah, okay. It's nowhere close enough. And then uh, rounding out, uh, I would like to see Robotech the next 30 years. I was a huge fan of this anime growing up as a kid. Yeah, I didn't really. Yeah. Uh, and so then, uh, so this, is, this is Thursday, not, not Friday. Right, right. I don't know why this is in Hall H. <laughs> I feel bad for whoever is camping out and has to sit through this. Oh, gosh. But the world premiere of Scooby-Doo and Kiss Rock and Roll Mystery. And, of course, Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, all of those jackasses will be there. I'm still a Kiss fan. I, I really only have an issue with Gene Simmons. I still like to rock and roll all night and party some up every day. 
part of the day. Part of the day, yeah. You know. Okay, moving on to Friday. All right, uh, Friday, man, nothing, nothing so wow. far. Uh, Lucas Films, five thirty to six thirty at Hall H. Depending, uh, yes, they will be talking about Star Wars: The Force Awakens. So yeah, yeah, that's essentially what it is. J.J. Abrams will be there. The writer uh, Lawrence uh, Cassand, I think is how you say his last name. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, th- they that will be a big one because then, it's about to be released. And then at seven fifteen, I mean. Uh, yoga. Kevin Smith doing yoga hosers. Jeff, what the hell? Sam. What? Room 24 ABC. Six, inside six, look, shout out at factory go, shout go, out. Going back in time, a discussion and Q&A with the <laughs> filmmakers behind the Back of the Future feature film documentary. Where are you seeing that? Saturday, right? Uh, I'm on Friday still. We just got done with. Oh Thursday. no 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 no! It is Friday. It is Friday. Okay, you see where Lucas Films is with the Star Wars? Oh yeah, going back but, in time, a Q and A discussion. That would be cool. That would be one. I, yes, absolutely. Count me in. I really wish they would stream these online. Like, I wish there was a website, kind of like E three does with all their. Exactly. I really wish, like you know, it's like. I get that that they try that they well they well, the whole well, point is would, being I mean, exclusive like, yeah but it's like certain companies bring like trailers that have well been right released. and so yeah. so those you, you so those you don't you don't do but like you know like I would love I would totally sit down and watch this online this uh, Q and A with uh, Back to the Future now see you probably wouldn't be interested in this but I would sit through Kevin Smith talking about yoga hosers at seven fifteen. I wouldn't. I've I've I went and I saw one of his like in evenings with Kevin Smith. I know you you said this story before, before yeah. but this is new. He's talking about new movies and new things. Oh my god! You know, all, any, everyone, it's going to turn into that. That's 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 what I think would happen. Is it's it going to turn into an evening with Kevin Smith? Yeah. It, this is the description: an evening with Kevin Smith. That's the first sentence of the description. <laughs> I've seen that film. I've lived that film, and I don't plan <laughs> to do it again. Sorry. Uh. Saturday, I would camp out for this. All right, so now we're now we are moving yes, to Saturday. Saturday, Warner um, Brothers, Warner you, Brothers, Pride and Prejudice, Zombies, The Hateful Eight. I could finally oh, meet. No, 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 no. That's no, the, you, Sam. What? Slow it down. You're making that all sound like one Sorry. thing. Warner Brothers, basically every upcoming sci-fi. Last year, like they kicked it off, I think was showing like Mad Max. You know, and this how like some of the hype around Mad Max got started. Right. Uh, then Pride and Prejudice, Zombies, which was a book. Based off the Jane Austen novel *Pride and Prejudice*, and somebody just put zombies in there instead of mm-hmm. being the boring aristocratic Victorian era that it is set in. So you have that, and then oh, oh, the hateful eight's going to be there with Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, that's a big one. That is a big one, and that follows right after <laughs> *Pride and Prejudice* and *Zombies* and *Hall H*. Ooh, and then Chris Hardwick will host, host. your boy uh, *Legendary Pictures* panel, which will. In- uh, include Warcraft the movie so for all you com- gaming fans out there uh, Crimson Peak and Krampus Krampus is the evil version of Santa Claus yeah yeah uh, so, okay I was about to say they're doing this again but no it's the same panel uh, is I guess he's since he's done so much it's it's crossing genres from TV and movies but yeah the, the job <coughs> thing again and then it's, 20th Century Fox yeah it's like Whoa, whoa. You know who's missing from this list? Who? Marvel and DC. Yeah, they don't have... Marvel's not presenting this year at Comic-Con, and neither is DC. That's because I think the Marvel 
movies that are coming out this year are all Fox. Or they're already all – no, Ant-Man, but Ant-Man is already coming out, I guess, like July 17th. Yeah. So they got, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing more. They're not going to show anything new like a, a week I just before. saw a trailer for Captain America Civil War a few weeks ago. How, what? Yeah. How? I thought they were like just started filming that. They did like some exclusive Marvel panel and some fan snuck in a camera and like you could watch like a quick little clip of Marvel Civil War. What the fuck? Are you serious? Yeah, so I mean Marvel could tease Civil War, but I guess a lot of like Doctor Strange hasn't really started filming yet, so they've got nothing to show. And yeah. DC put all their eggs in one basket with inju- or with Batman versus Superman. They haven't started filming anything new to show the fans. Yeah, so. but oh no, I thought I did see a panel. It might. I th- wait. Hold on. I think because I think it might be Sunday. Um, no, it's <laughs> not. I could have sworn I saw a panel with something about uh, Suicide Squad, but uh, I could be wrong. I mean, I'm not seeing oh, no. it. That could pop up on like Warner Brothers because like Warner Brothers and DC are together. And like last oh, year, okay. when like when like Warner Brothers did their panel, Jim Caviezel or not Jim Caviezel, but the guy who played Henry, whatever, who played Superman, okay, and Ben Affleck came out like as like surprise guest. You know, like, oh my gosh, what are you guys doing here? And they right. showed a trailer for Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. Oh, that's cool. Okay, so so that would be <laughs> okay. That makes sense, and that would explain then why Warner Brothers uh, presentation is like 90 minutes when normally these are about like 45. Yeah, or just like an hour long. Yeah, well, because like I'm looking, like the Hateful Eight, they're only getting 45 minutes. Uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, they're getting an hour. You know, uh, uh, Joss Whedon, he's getting 45 minutes. You know, is that seems to be the running time. So, so all of that DC stuff being included with the Warner Brothers, that explains why they're getting an extra, extra time on it. Uh, I think we could skip the uh, Disney uh, panel is 20th Century Fox. I would like to go that just because I want to see if anyone has like the balls to stand up and be like, what are you guys doing? What what, no. is, what is going through your... You want to go to 20th Century Fox because you might catch Deadpool there. Yes, but I would also ask, what are you guys doing in fact, I outside guarantee, of Deadpool? <laughs> in fact, I guarantee you Deadpool is going to be there because my Comic-Con Entertainment Weekly just showed up and guess who's on the cover in full costume? Deadpool. Deadpool. Ryan Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool. Yeah. Hot shit right now, bro. I know. Uh, and then Sunday, uh, world premiere of a Lego DC comic superhero Justice League Attack of the Legion of Doom. Holy <coughs> shit. Pass on that. Yes. And then uh, world, <coughs> yeah, world premiere of Batman uh, Unlimited Monster Mayhem. I saw the preview for this. Pass on that as well. So basically, yeah, so Thursday, Friday, and Saturday are like the big days. And if you get into Hall H on Saturday, don't leave Hall H. Yeah. That's You're just going to be in there all day. That's what it sounds like. And like they have bathrooms and food stands set up inside Hall H. So you can oh, get, yeah. Oh, that's the other thing, though. If you get hungry, try to avoid the food inside Comic-Con. It tastes like your third grade cafeteria yeah. food. All righty, Sam. Especially <laughs> avoid the breakfast burritos. <laughs> Oh, you sound like that is personal experience. <laughs> that sounds like you were like, yeah, man, just don't do it. Yeah, those things will those things will send you to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, Sam, you got anything else for Comic Con? No, I wish we were going. Jeff and I will figure out a way to get there next year. Yeah. Oh yeah, we will. If if we're gonna put our minds to it, then yeah. Yeah, Bob. But like I said, any corporate sponsor that wants to sponsor <laughs> my comic live to Comic Con, we will promote the shit out of your product. Yes. I don't care if it's wax of some kind. Oh, oh! before we move on from Comic-Con, this is something <laughs> that I would definitely um, 
definitely find myself looking up on eBay. So, uh, creator of Deadpool, Rob Liefeld, uh, he will be at Comic-Con. Not sure exactly in what <coughs> field he'll be doing. But what he is doing is he's doing this really cool. Is He is hiding 24 sketches of Deadpool around Comic-Con and the surrounding area. like so. Gaslamp District? Yeah, so it'll be Gaslamp. Well, it's called the Gaslamp Quarter, Sam. Oh, well. Let me tell you. The way the convention center works, the convention center backs right up almost like to the ocean, and you have to like cross cross over some like train tracks to get to it. You cross over the other side of the train tracks. There's the gas lamp quarter, and Comic Con takes over all the bars and all the hotels and everything that's around there because you because there's exclusive stuff going on in those hotels and bars. Like last year, I got to play Smash Brothers before anybody else did. Oh, because, that's cool. Because Nintendo took over the lounge at the Marriott next to the convention center. Right. But so here's what's going on is uh, in honor of Deadpool's 24th anniversary, uh, creator Rob Liefeld has uh, sketched 24 different pictures of Deadpool in all different shapes and sizes. And he is he has said that he himself will be placing them hidden throughout, uh, like Sam said, the gas lamp quarter and throughout the convention center itself. So if you come across a Deadpool sketch, it's just like up randomly somewhere. That could be one of Rob Liefeld's. Just pick it up. Yeah, that's what it sounds I mean, like I mean, you can do. I'm pretty sure that there will be some Comic-Con employee like around these sketches, you know, being like, yes, you can take them. Don't just walk up and like find like a sketch of Deadpool and like, grab it. Well, I mean, but like if it's off the, you know, <laughs> but like it sounds like if it's on like, you know, a, uh, a light post on the way outside of the convention center. Oh, yeah. It sounds like, yeah, just grab it. But don't walk up to like Artist Row and be like, look, Deadpool sketching, like grab it. Cool. And just like take it off. Yeah, bad idea. All righty. Anything else? I wish I was going this year. Yeah, you already. We've already said that several times, Sam. I still wish I was going. Okay, th- in that case, let's go ahead and move on to new releases. All right, this is part of the show where we let you know what's new in comic books, what's new in the movie theaters, and since this is our first show of July, we will let you know what is coming to Netflix this month. UK Netflix is better. Oh, is it really? Why yeah. why are you looking at the UK? I was I was I was in the UK and like I got on Netflix oh. there like when I had a Wi-Fi connection. On your laptop? Uh, on my on my phone. Oh, wow. I surprised Okay. Let me tell you. Battlestar Galactic, the entire series, still on there. Iron Man 3, Hercules, Hercules, the the really bad rock one that I watched, is on there. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, there's, like, movies that are just coming out on, like, Blu-ray and, like, DVD in America that are already on the Netflix in UK. I bet it has something to do with, uh, with like, a deal with, like, the movie studios and the uh, distributors yeah, I was, and all that shit. I was blown away by, like, what I was watching over there. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that sounds good. All righty, so... Oh, excuse me. Uh, rela- uh, arriving uh, on Netflix in July. Here's what's already on there. Uh, first up, uh, the 1998 film Bullworth with uh, that's. A, oh wait, I haven't. I'm, I'm thinking of, of, of a different one. But yeah, this is where like a senator yeah, thinks he's Ned, dying. Yeah, I think it's Ned Beatty. Uh, also <laughs> Warren. Warren Warren Beatty. Beatty. There it is. Uh, also on there, uh, Dave Attell Roadwork. That is a really funny stand-up special that he did. Uh, so if you haven't seen that, I would recommend it. Grandma's Boys is also I on love there. Grandma's Boy. Yeah, is I quote that movie all the time. Shit's week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Saw Five has made it up there. I can't believe they're still doing that. 
Underworld Evolution. Um, okay, uh, let's see here. Uh, Hell on Wheels Season 4, White Collar Season 6. Someone who's who has my login info is a really big White Collar fan because Netflix really let me know that White Collar Season 6 was on there because I got a fucking email. I got a notification <laughs> on my phone, and then when I logged in on my Xbox, the first thing that was up there was like, oh, hey, uh, Blue Collar Season 6 on. I'm like, Jesus BoJack Horseman Season 2. Sam, we try to go in chronological order. Sorry. God damn it, Sam. Every month we go through this. We're around July 7th, all right, is because that's where we are the day of this recording. So everything we have just mentioned besides BoJack is already on Netflix, all right? Like the secret of Ron Inish. No, don't don't try to make up for it. It's a good movie. All righty. So it looks like they kind of hit a lull through a little bit of the middle of the month, like July 9th and 10th, the only thing, Chris Tucker stand-up specials coming up. It's here July 14th, Storage War Texas. I don't know how that show's still on, considering what is the, it? the Storage War show. Even oh, though, yeah. Even though they've been outed that like they, put, they make special lockers for them to bid on and all that. I don't know how that is in there. Uh, July 15th. This is what I'm really excited about. The Penguins of Madagascar. Yep, I haven't seen it yet. Joe and I were supposed to do it for Afternoon Delight. We never got around to it. So uh, July 15th, I'm really looking forward to that. Now, Sam. Hold on. Uh-oh. There's a movie coming out July 15th called Duh, spelled D-A, The Sweet Blood of Jesus. I don't want to. Let's not even get into that. I'm just letting that one go. Let's not even get into that No, no, no. I'm not going to touch that one. Now back to the one you're super excited about. BoJack uh, Horseman Season 2 drops July 17th. It was a funny it show, was, no, man. I watched it. It's hilarious. Uh, is Will Arnett is, uh, is uh, BoJack. His roommate is voiced by Aaron Paul. Um, I believe Allison Brie is the voice of the lady who is like writing his uh, BoJack's autobiography. It's got a lot a lot of like well-known people do voices yeah, and for the BoJack show. BoJack is a horse actor who is yes. like down and out on his luck trying to like revive his career Paul, any way he can. Paul F. Tompkins uh, does a voice of one of the characters. Also on July 17th there's a documentary coming out called uh, Tig. Uh, this is about a comedian. I forget her first name uh, her last name but her first name's Tig and she's a well-known uh, comedian in the stand-up comedy scene and then uh, she looked like she was going to lose her life to breast cancer but uh, ended up, I think she's she either beat it or is still battling it, uh, but is like winning. Uh, but I think she beat it, and so it's a documentary about her going through uh, breast cancer and and kind of coming to terms with a lot of things in her life. Uh, so then, moving on from there is July 18th. Uh, it, oh no, sorry, uh, July 23rd. Teacher of the Year. This looks like it's a straight to DVD comedy. Is I can't. I can't remember who's in it, but I saw the cover and I was like, I recognize some of these people. Is it looks like it's going to be a knockoff National Lampoon's uh, type of movie? Uh, but I, I remember, I remember there's something about seeing the cover of the of like the poster of it that got me intrigued with it. And then um, let's see here, later on in the month, man, not a oh, about to say Jeff, there's one thing coming out that you're gonna like bust a nut over. Mm-hmm. I completely forgot about it. Wow, dumbass. July 31st, last day of the <clears throat> month. Wet hot, American su- wet, hot American summer, first day of camp. 
This is gonna be amazing. If you if you haven't seen the movie, I believe uh, uh, Wet Hot American Summer is on. Uh, it's either on Netflix or HBO Go. It's or Amazon Prime. One of those three. And it's the the series is the we've talked about it before on the show. So happy! All the original cast is back for it. If you know anything about the movie, you know it's the last day of summer camp in like what nineteen eighty or seventy. No, no, it's eighties. Like I want to say it was like somewhere between eighty five and eighty nine is like the years. Yeah, that, back back before camp became too PC and parents started worrying right. too much. But so so the movie is the last day at this camp in the series. It, it, as from the title, first day. So they're going to the beginning of the summer, which should be hilarious. So, Sam, that is what's coming to Netflix. Uh, we release this show on Wednesdays, and Wednesdays, of course, is new comic book day. Sam, where are we starting out this week? We starting with Marvel? We starting with DC? We starting with Marvel. All right, let's start with Marvel. And uh, I'm really excited about this one. All righty. Lando Calrissian number one. Go for it, man. You know him. You love him. Now join him for his biggest caper as Master of Charm. Lando Calrissian gets his very own comic book. Before he joined the Rebellion, before he ran Cloud City, Lando made his way in the galaxy, getting by on some swindles, some swagger, and a smile. Lobot at his side, Lando has a plan to steal a very valuable ship, but has he bitten off more than he can chew? Read to find out about my man, Lando. And might that viable shit be the Millennium Falcon? Mm-hmm. Well, if you've ever seen out. the movies, you uh, might yeah. have a little bit of a hint. All right, Jeff. Uh, this one I picked out for you because last wait, time... Wait. Wait. I bet I know what it is. Can I guess? Yeah. Mrs. Deadpool number two? Yes. <clears throat> because I remember on our, our last show, you are like, yeah, this is going to be a shit comic. I'm not... Uh, well, no. You, you said I'm curious, but I don't have high hopes for this. Yes, and guess what? I picked up issue number one, Yeah, and I read it, and I loved it. And it's rewriting some of the Deadpool canon from when the most recent from Marvel Now Deadpool when uh, Brian Posehn and Jerry Duggan were writing it. <laughs> Jerry Duggan is writing, um, is writing this. It's a very weak tie-in to the Secret Wars universe, uh, very weak, but they are rewriting the canon where as if um, – God, okay. It's like an Arabic name, so I can never say it right. It's like Shikla. Shikla. Shikla and um, and Dracula are set to get married, and Shikla is not, you know, she's she's really not happy about it. And so she's she's running off to do a mission uh, to do something real quick, and uh, Dracula doesn't trust her, so Dracula sends the mummy, Frankenstein's monsters, uh, a were uh, a werewolf to like tag along with her, and what's really cool about this story is Deadpool narrates it. Is so like the beginning of the issue is like there's Deadpool doing the introduction, and then throughout the throughout the um throughout the pages is sometimes there'll be a there'll be like a little panel, and there's Deadpool being like, let me interrupt here for a second, but then also just his uh. Just his uh, thought bubbles and his word bubbles will also sometimes just appear. So it's really clever how they're doing it. Once again, uh, I normally don't like when they go back and change canon like this. But considering that the person who created this canon is going back and rewriting it, as you know, it's in good hands. So uh, I'm actually all on board with uh, Mrs. Deadpool. So, all right, Mrs. Deadpool and the Howling Commandos number two, undisputed queen of the monster metropolis, aka Shikla, is out to avenge the death of her brothers, teamed with Werewolf by Night, Frankenstein's monster, the living mummy, 
Manthing and Marcus the Centaur, she must fight their way through the land of the undead. Speaking of, how does one kill Dracula, king of the undead? Right. Is is that's right. So she's revenging her brother's death and Dracula sends all those guys out. So they're not really with her because they're working for Dracula to keep an eye on her, but okay. So uh anything else from Marvel? Nope. Kicking it on over to DC. We have Oh, wait, hold on. Yes, there is. Oh, yeah. okay. Yes, there is. Jeff, enlighten us. Is a uh, civil war returns to the Marvel pages this and week. And what's going on in the Civil War? So this is a Civil War tie-in to uh, Secret Wars. Is So once again, is since this is Secret Wars, they are um, they are rewriting some of the canon. So since it is, uh, so in this version of Civil War, it unfolds in uh, the Battle World domain where the fight between Iron Man and Captain America factions is still raging after six years They've still uh, there's still plenty of potential in the ideas of heroes divided by the conflict between freedom and security. So they are bringing back civil war for uh, for Secret Wars. Uh, it's Civil War number one with the Secret Wars tie-in, and it's looks like it's going to be great. So I'm I'm, I'm going to pick that one up. I n- I never read Secret or uh, Civil War when it first came out, and I uh, I picked up the trade of just the main storyline. Didn't read like you know Captain America's side story or the Hulk's, you know. Uh, just read uh, read that, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great read, uh, so I'm excited about that. So, uh, Civil War number one tie into Secret Wars is also out this week. All right, Sam, that's all I got. All right, for Marvel, flying on over to the pages of DC. We sure now? Yes. We good? Okay. Yes. Starfire number two. Florida is so nice this time of year. The warm weather, the beach, and Starfire beating the shit out of bad guys. You should really get down there and try to check it out. <laughs> Basically, you've got a hottie, bo-body woman in Starfire down in Florida kicking ass and taking names. If that sounds like your type of comic book, read it. Okay. All right, and finally rounding out my DC here, we have Justice League United number 11. The convergence is over. Now, Alana Strange, Stargirl, and Equinox must assemble a brand new and wildly untraditional team of heroes and villains to work together and stop another cosmic catastrophe before it begins. All right, so basically, you're going to be pulling from the DC B squad here. <laughs> really? That's... A bunch of unknown superheroes, because a lot of those didn't. I mean, I know who Stargirl is. Uh, and I just vaguely know who Alana Strange is. Equinox, no clue. But basically, yeah, if you like obscure heroes fighting evil, this is for you. Okay. Jeff, I'm throwing it over to you for the more independent side of things. Well, it was really just uh, just uh, Image. Uh, so coming out this week from Image is we got uh, Walking Dead number 144. Uh, also, Savior number four. This is the uh, Todd McFarlane. Uh, Mc- yeah. I've bought all these and haven't read them at all. I'm still really on the fence about them. In you, fact, I, I guess I missed three. I guess I was in uh, Ireland when, mm, when three came out because I've bought one and two. Yeah, no. is uh, I don't know exactly when. But so, uh, so Savior number four, the media frenzy surrounding John Doe escalates. Is So the whole point is there was this town, I believe it was in like one of the Dakota states, somewhere around there. North or South Dakota. The, the Dakota only, states. The only Dakota states we have. Well, I'm just saying, somewhere around there, in one of those two, I believe it's one of those two states, there was like a really bad plane crash, and everyone died except for one man, and he um, 
and he's the lone uh, survivor of the plane crash, and now everyone's trying to figure out why him. And he has no memory, so they don't even know. So they don't know where he came from, and he doesn't either. Uh, also coming out this week is Injection Number Three. This is a new series that I'm really digging. Uh, Robin uh, Morol is uh, consulted on the operating system of Pixies and his uh, his betrayal of the natural world's uh, civilians is dying and the only five and only five people know this injection this is gonna be like one of those issue or this can be one it's one of those comics where you have to go back like at least for me since image leaves it up to the writers to decide whether or not they want to do like a recap page at the very beginning is a lot of image writers don't do that so for me what I've started to do is like I'll read issue number four and then when I get issue number five I go back and reread issue number four to get me ready for issue number five. Uh, Injection is like definitely one of those type of series. Uh, so is this one, uh, Pisces number three. I'm not. I, I'm not even gonna read the description because, like I said, it it is you know a really intricate story that you just kind of have to be uh, involved with. Uh, and also, my new this is my new favorite series right now is uh, Descender number five. Uh, Quan reveals a shocking secret that will change the course of Tim 21's life forever. This, you guys should, uh, this is issue number five. I believe this is the last, that next month they'll probably put out the trade of this. But if you are not reading this, you need to be. It is, it is a fantastic comic that uh, that is out there. Uh, so Descender number five. And then as always, it seems every, every week, uh, image is putting out a uh an issue number one of a new comic and this week is gonna be amazing is it's the only new uh series that they are starting this week and <coughs> it is written drawn by the same person mr rob liefeld now who is mr rob liefeld i'm glad you asked he created deadpool he created deadpool he created x-force and he created cable so x-force cable and deadpool creator rob liefeld returns to comics with a new ongoing series a lively romp that reveals a more mature side to liefeld than fans have previously expected a new recruit to the blood strike program his identity as a mystery man from the historic extreme universe soon to be revealed struggles on a covert mission and loses his life as well as his junk to the mysterious tragedy Anne. yeah this cover looks like he mashed up uh young blood with deadpool yeah his yes when i saw the cover i was like that looks i feel like i've i feel like he's paying homage look young blood deadpool now go back and look at the other cover wait which one is oh is that young blood deadpool Youngblood, Deadpool. I know what Deadpool. Yeah, it looks like he took Deadpool's face and like figure and put it in Youngblood's suit. I mean, but I almost feel like the cover of this issue is paying homage to New Mutants '98. If you look at the cover of Bloodstrike and look at the cover of New Mutants '98, it is. It's. I would say it's almost identical. You know. So I. Th I think that's on purpose. Uh, that's all I got for uh, Image Comics this week, Sam, unless you know of any independent uh, that that is coming out. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, no, that was last week that the new issue of Sex Criminals came out. By the way, I started reading that. It's a great book, isn't it? It really is. Uh, I also started reading uh, Wicked and Div uh, Divine. That that one is, 
That one's also really enjoyable. But I I really like Sex Criminals. It's a lot of fun. All right. uh, Now moving on over to what's coming out in theaters this week. Is uh, first up is The Gallows. Twenty years after a horrific accident during a small town school play, students at the school res, uh, recruit the uh, uh, resurrect. Sorry, the failed show in a misguided attempt to honor the anniversary of the tragedy, but soon discover the same things that uh, that some things are better left alone. This was they did that. Uh, they did this big social media. Uh, publicity blitz with like everyone asking like Charlie Charlie are you there because like I guess the kid who died in the original accident name was Charlie and I'm just basing off of the previews that I've been forced to see is that's who's going to be the ghost Uh, and then let's see here also uh, coming out this week I'm so happy this is coming out because I'm so tired of seeing the fucking previews for this movie and I hope to never see another preview for it again is Minions that's right. The little yellow things from Despicable Me have their own movie. Oh, please. You love the penguins. The penguins are like equivalent to like what the minions are. No, they are not, sir. Yes, the they pe- are. The penguins are they're intelligent. These guys are just idiots. Uh, but so anyways. Uh, Great argument there, Jeff. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I rest my case, Your Honor. Uh, minions, uh, Stuart, Kevin, and Bob are recruited by Scarlet Overkill. Uh, played by or voiced by Sandra Bullock, a uh, supervillain who, alongside her inventor husband Herb, uh, hatches a plot to take over the world. This is supposed to be like the Minions' like uh, origin story, from my understanding of this. Uh, so, Sam, that's all I really got for uh, for. Oh, is this Robin Williams' last movie that he did, Boulevard? Oh yeah, is uh, this is a limited release? So check your theaters. But Rob, I think this might have been it. Uh, no, it, this is not his last film. Oh, it's did. not. Uh, okay, he did, a, he did a Simon Pegg film where he voiced the dog. Oh, oh, okay. But so uh, maybe I don't know. But a Robin Williams film is coming out called Boulevard, limited release. Uh, a devoted husband uh, in a marriage of convenience is forced to confront his secret life. So interesting. Alrighty, Sam. You got uh, any uh, anything else for movies or anything you wanted to, uh, f- of that nature? I got two for Oh Shit I Forgot. All right, that's where I was trying to segue into. What do you got for Oh Shit I Forgot? <clears throat> First of all, Harry Shearer, the man who said he was leaving The Simpsons, the voice of Ned Flanders, made uh, is and Mr. Burns is actually coming back. He said and made that uh, Simpsons didn't give him an, enough leeway to do other projects, but. Something's changed now, and he's signed back on, so... I wonder who caved on that side. Is I wonder if it was The Simpsons or if it was him, like, realizing, like, yeah, I don't have the time to do any other projects, and then realized, oh, no one's <laughs> calling me. <laughs> like, Well, it's I, not only that, I but, I mean, you can record, like, like, animation works so well that if Harry Shearer was in Dallas filming an episode of Walker, Texas Ranger... They could send him the script to Dallas. He could go to like a recording studio in Dallas and record it, and the recording studio could send it back to Fox, you know. And so, I mean, yeah. claiming that you don't have time is kind of a bullshit excuse because with the way recording studio and digital recordings work nowadays, you can record nah, from well, anywhere. You should you should really watch that documentary. <laughs> it's also it's on Netflix called I Know That Voice. It's all about voice acting, and like they talk about how like you know they they they'll sit there and they'll do an episode. 
and then their voices are shot because you know it's not just one take and it's done and they have to change up their voices so much that it really strains their vocal cords uh so you know i i i can see why he's like i need more time because he needs to rest his voice in between projects uh what's your second oh shit i forgot han solo to get a standalone star wars film being directed by the guys who did 21 jump street oh okay so kind of like a han solo origin stories film that's cool now is because i know i know they're doing the three major star wars films and then like they're doing like sub movies in between yeah like and so is this gonna be one of those sub movies yeah I know that Boba Fett's getting one. They're doing one on kind of like the Rogue Squadron or like the guys who fly the X-Wings. And then, uh, yeah, and now it appears Han Solo will be getting his own standalone kind of origin story film. Okay. Uh, anything else? Nope. That's All right. It. Uh, for me is uh, Marvel is canceling their um, uh, their Marvel Experience traveling theme park. Is uh, They are not saying why, but... They recently just set it all up at Philadelphia, and Philadelphia uh, was supposed to be the launch of their summer leg of the tour. They were supposed to hit Philadelphia, Chicago, New York, and St. Louis throughout the summer, spending, uh, like I believe, like around like three weeks or, uh, or in each city and th- before moving on to the next one. But they got to Philadelphia, set everything up, and then Marvel announced that they are canceling the, uh, the traveling theme park. No explanation uh, uh, why, but if you, uh, they are saying that if you are in Chicago, New York, or St. Louis, and you had already bought tickets, that you'll be granted a full refund. So really, this uh, this experience only hit Phoenix, Dallas, San Diego, and Philadelphia. So cutting it way short, it's got to be one. I, I really think is from people that I talked to that went to it when it came to Dallas, it wasn't it wasn't that great. You know, and seeing as how it's like a thirty million dollar uh, endeavor, uh, endeavor, like yeah, if it's not if it's not making money and getting bad reviews, got to cancel it. Yeah, you know, save that. You just got to cut your losses. That's right. So, uh, so that's what I, all I got for Osha. I forgot. All right, Sam. Glad we're back after two weeks. Don't forget, you can find us on Facebook. Just do a search for My Comic Life. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, our handles on both of their, those social platforms are at mycomic underscore life. You can also find our shows on iTunes in case you're listening to this off the website. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. And if you, ha- if you know someone who has an Android device, they can also pick us up on Podcast Republic and Podcast Attic. And uh, don't forget to check out all the other great shows from the Next Wave Radio Network. Just go to nextwave-radio.com and you can find all the shows there. Alrighty, Sam, go ahead and close this thing out for us. Ditch the herd, be a nerd. Stay strong out there, my friends. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.